Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can help guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. I'm really excited to share this week's episode with you because it's something I use a lot in my coaching practice that I think will be helpful to you as well. Um, Before we get to it though, just a reminder that I'd love for you to join me on Facebook and Instagram. It's your chakra coach. Uh, Also, the past couple weeks, I've asked you to give the show a rating and or review on your podcast app. So I wanted to give a special thanks and acknowledgement to those of you who did that. I I just I truly appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, if you have time and you haven't already, especially if you listen to the show regularly, would you mind going into your podcast app and, and just giving the show a nice rating or review? That would be amazing. Okay. So today I want to share with you a tool I use to help all my clients and that's identifying their chakra personality. That's a really general term and I haven't even always used it like that, but basically I found that most people relate strongly to one or two chakras over the others. It isn't that they don't use the others of course, but that their personal motivations, what drives them tends to sit in one or two chakras. And one of the greatest reasons that we feel imbalanced is that we're trying to live out of a chakra that doesn't align with our natural tendencies. It can cause unhappiness, a sense that you're not connected to yourself, that your life doesn't have the kind of deep meaning that you want it to. And this can have a whole host of ramifications, including physical problems, feeling overwhelmed, feeling stressed, unhappy in your job, all kinds of really unpleasant feelings. And it's because we're not being authentic to where our natural energies lie. And this is really tricky because our natural energies can lie far away from where the expectations for us live. We put expectations on ourselves. Our families have them. Our work has expectations for us. Society, our culture. All these places have ideas of who we should be and how we should be motivated. And if it if it doesn't line up with what truly does motivate us, we'll be unhappy, even if we're able to perform at a high level to someone else's expectations. For example, if you work in a really competitive environment where you're measured against your peers or other companies and, and you're rewarded for winning, that's great if you're a solar plexus chakra personality type. But if you're a person who values connection and community, or you're a natural healer or bridge builder, uh, that environment is gonna be really hard on your heart chakra, which might be where your natural energy sits. It isn't that you can't do it, just that it's harder. And winning doesn't make you happy the way it does other people on your team. Or maybe you're a dreamer, an artist, or, or a creative. Doing the same thing every day is your worst nightmare, but your family expects you to be stable and solid and work a nine to five. That was the expectation growing up and you just fell into it because that's what you thought people did. Your natural tendency is to be motivated in the sacral chakra, but you're living the life of someone who is root chakra inspired. 
you can see where this wouldn't be healthy energetically or physically. Some of the greatest work we can do is to identify our chakra personality, our values, and then see how we can get our lives as close to that ideal as possible. And it's not easy. It can be hard to know what our personality even is when it's been covered up by outside expectations for so long. This is where I think the understanding of the seven types of chakra personality can come in really handy. This is one thing I help my clients do, and it really changes their entire approach to life. Even if they don't change jobs or move or make any massive changes, just knowing how to bring the parts of you that you love into the light can be so inspiring and life-changing. So today, I'm going to give you a high-level overview of each one. We'll talk about some typical traits of each personality, what they look like at their best, and where some challenges are. If you're interested, let me know. Maybe we can do a, a series where we do a little bit deeper dive into each one of these. Um, oh, send me a message. Let me know which personality type you are. Okay, starting with the root chakra. People who are primarily motivated by their root chakra are strong and steady. They value structure, attention to detail, adherence to rules. If there's a job to be done that needs focus and needs to be done exactly right, we want to find a root chakra personality for that. Predictability and security are, unsurprisingly, very important to this type of person. They love traditions and systems because they know they work. To a root chakra personality, building and leaving a legacy, something that will last in the world, can be very satisfying. Patterns and how things work are very interesting to them. They're fully aware of the past, the present, and the future, as well as how their actions are impacted by and will impact those moments. Belonging matters a lot to a root chakra personality, community, family. Root chakra personalities have a lot of patience and a strong faith in the long term. Does this resonate with you? At your best, you live a stable life filled with connection. Financial stability is key to your happiness. The challenge for you is that trying new things is really hard, especially if they come with a degree of risk. Listen, be your root chakra self, but remember that getting out of your comfort zone once in a while will not only help you grow as a person, it'll remind you how beautiful and comforting your life truly is. To really feel fulfilled as a root chakra personality, Find ways to create a lasting impact on your family and on your community. The sacral chakra personality is, is about as opposite to the root chakra personality as possible, even considering how close the chakras are physically to one another. A sacral chakra personality is impulsive and spontaneous and not particularly interested in routine or consistency. They value drama and creativity, being present in the moment, often with their whole bodies. For them, feelings are the most important thing, heightened sensations, unusual experiences. To non-sacral types, they appear flighty and risky, maybe even careless, but they're motivated by the opportunity to do more and feel more and be more. Long-term commitments rarely work for this type. But they bring joy and art and lightness to the world. They engage in magical thinking and they rarely play it safe. Now, how does that sit with you as a description? Does it stir feelings in you of excitement? 
then at your best, you find beauty in the world and you help others do the same. You entertain the world. The challenge though, is to realize that your feelings, as much as it might seem so, are not the end all be all of everyone's experience. It can be hard to prioritize others as a sacral chakra type, and you might be prone to burnout because you move so fast and do so many things. Finding even one relationship or activity to anchor you in the world can help you fully explore your sacral chakra strengths. So find opportunities to create and consider teaching others how to do the same and bring your natural appreciation for beauty and joy into life. The solar plexus chakra personality type is motivated. I mean, that's it. They are motivated to do stuff, all kinds of stuff, achieve and compete and win and master. A lot of times just competing against themselves, but also against others. There is a deep need to change themselves, be better, to constantly be growing. This can be found in a lot of social justice workers, solar plexus chakra personalities who want to change the world and they push really hard to do it. And it's up to the individual personality whether they're changing the world for the good of the many or just for themselves. Now, lots of people that we consider natural leaders are solar plexus chakra personalities. They have ideas, ways to implement them, and they're not shy about sharing them. These are the people who move our society forward in a lot of ways. They show us that we are capable of more than we ever dreamed. They're the people that envision technology and expansion and then make it happen. They do a lot and they want to do even more. They're always looking for the next best thing. And a lot of times they invent it. Strive is a way of life. Does this connect to something deep in you? Do you see challenges as just another way to show your strength? The best of the solar plexus chakra personalities lead us into the future through willpower and determination. And when supported by other chakras that love humanity, these personalities are the ones history looks back on with admiration. The struggle is when a solar plexus chakra personality focuses too much on themselves leading to a desire to control or dominate others. Fear of failure can be so intense in these personalities that they forget to take anyone else into consideration. To really feel fulfilled as a solar plexus chakra personality, look for ways to channel this raw power and force of will into projects that benefit the greater good, whatever that means to you. And pick your battles, because sometimes you can win and still feel awful. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how get 20, 20, how get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. 
all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Heart chakra personalities are the caregivers and nurturers of the world. Their need for emotional connection sits above just about everything else. They desire to be a part of something greater, even if that means uh, the loss of self, to, to work toward unity in families, friendships, and create closeness. The suffering of others feels intolerable to a lot of heart chakra personalities. They are highly devoted to the people they love, to their communities. Heart chakra personality types often engage in self-sacrifice, putting other people's needs before their own. This can be seen in the jobs they choose, how they position themselves in their families, and how they approach relationships in general. Emotional experiences, connections, not just their individual experience, is the defining part of life, the thing that matters above all. There tends to be a lot of service in this personality, so, so action on behalf of their love and connection and an active attempt to relieve the pain of others. Is this you? Is this how you see yourself? Or maybe it feels like too much attention to think about all that service and sacrifice. At your very best, a heart chakra personality type is able to have all their feelings and use them to fuel caring action rather than get overwhelmed by the inhospitable nature of the world. It can be hard for these types to understand why others aren't as upset or happy or frustrated or whatever as they are, especially in relationships. And this can be seen as overly sensitive in a world that doesn't always appreciate sensitivity. A heart chakra personality type can benefit from becoming rooted in themselves and avoid always trying to fix the emotions of other people or help when help isn't asked for. Heart chakra personalities are interested in details, just like in the root chakra, but these tend to be details about about people. And this is a strength as they, they work to create all that harmony and connection. A challenge here, though, can be losing any sense of logic when being guided so strongly by your heart. When that happens, your innate ability to connect gets lost. And much like in the sacral chakra, too much emphasis is put on your internal experience rather than acknowledging that not everyone is having the same feelings you are. To really thrive as a heart chakra personality, be sure that you have a sense of justice and acceptance, not just for others, but for yourself as well. Next up are the throat chakra personalities. In this center of communication, it's not surprising that these people love language and the exchange of information. They love to learn new things, share them, teach them, and they're not bothered by ideas that conflict with the status quo. A throat chakra personality uh, loves to use communication to inspire and rally people behind an idea, whether that idea is good or bad for the world. A throat chakra personality is often hoping to influence others, whether that's through speeches or art or writing or, or any sort of creative endeavor. They're leaders of movements due to their unique ability to translate ideas and thoughts into words that many people can understand. The throat chakra type loves to capture the imagination and help us see what's possible in the world, their world, the one that they envision. Does hearing this inspire you? 
Do you love the idea of creating something and sharing it with the world? Do you want to be front and center? A thriving throat chakra personality finds a cause that they can champion that does wonderful things in the world, that lets them use their skills to help humanity or animals or marginalized communities. They help us see where the problems are in our society and inspire us to fix them. Now, the day-to-day work of these fixes may be done by other personality types, but the throat chakra person leads the way and gives us the strength to continue when giving up will be easier. Unfortunately, with this strength comes the potential for thinking that they are the ones who can save the world. Sometimes people, sometimes people that don't want or need saving. A throat chakra personality can get so wrapped up in the vision that they lose sight of the people they impact or they they no longer care. Fun fact, most cult leaders are throat chakra personality types. So you can see where this gift of communication could go terribly wrong. A throat chakra personality does well to remain humble and connected to something greater than they are. The third eye chakra personality is highly uninterested in earthly things that make the rest of the world function or even their own bodies function. They are intellectual and curious, always interested in knowing more philosophies, but rarely knowing anything about practical matters. This personality can be highly opinionated and is always looking for answers. They actively look for new ways to think about things and are very individualistic. If a root chakra personality wants to know how things work, the third eye chakra personality needs to know why. Everything presents as a puzzle, not just material things, but intangible things like why do people behave the way they do? Why do we have a certain system in place? They want to know why. They're not particularly interested in doing anything with the understanding. They'll often be the source of brand new ideas in the world, amazing ideas, but unable or unwilling to translate their ideas into reality. Emotions are relatively foreign to a third eye chakra people. They're aware that they exist and that other people experience them, but they they don't feel many themselves. They might, upon having an emotion, become very curious about its nature or where it emerged from, rather than feeling it in a way that most people understand as feeling emotions. Sixth chakra personalities are natural meditators and observers and detachers. How does hearing this... You might be a third eye chakra personality if you don't feel much about this description at all, but you have a lot of thoughts and opinions on it. Your strength is in your intellect, of course. You teach us to question and explore and not fear doubt. Independence can be a strength or a weakness in this personality. A third eye chakra person isn't swayed by the majority, and it can help be a mirror to humanity, helping us see where we can be better. But forgetting that we are all truly dependent on one another can lead to arrogance and dissatisfaction. If you really want to thrive as a third eye chakra personality, Take the time to surround yourself with more grounded personality types. Learn to listen to them and let them lead you toward more, toward more earthly ideals once in a while. You might be inspired by what's outside your head. And finally, the crown chakra. These are people who are interested in spirituality to the exclusion of everything else. These are monks and shamans and gurus. 
There's no sense of grounding to this personality, and they aren't connected to people or things or experiences on this plane. They're calm and unaffected, perhaps because they don't notice disturbances, but also because they're aware that a disturbance is just a small ripple in the great sea of consciousness. A crown chakra personality is barely interested in what we would think of as their own personality at all. They spend their time exploring the realms of consciousness, and they aren't, they aren't really interested in sharing what they learn. I said they can be monks or gurus, but they, they, don't, they don't really recruit students. They're often found quite by accident. They devote all their time and energy to the divine. Does this sound like you? Probably not, because I don't imagine a ton of crown chakra personality types listen to podcasts, and they uh, they certainly wouldn't learn anything from me that they're not already exploring on their own. But still, this personality type is best when they are cared for fully by living in a monastery or an ashram. If they find themselves in a society that doesn't welcome this type of personality, their reclusive nature can be really out of place. And there, there isn't much of a way to balance this unless they can get somewhere else because the crown chakra personality type will be inclined to withdraw from everyone. They are beautifully unpretentious and despite seemingly having access to the cosmic consciousness, don't have the capacity to think of themselves as higher than anyone because for them, we are all one anyway. The challenge is to find the kind of support that allows you to live your introverted, introspective life without danger to your body. And acknowledgement that your body is part of the divine is a good place to begin, and learning to care for its basic needs is really important. If at all possible, cultivate some relationships that can help you stay even just a little grounded. Then you'll have the capacity to honor your need for silence meditation, and spiritual experiences. So that's a high-level overview of the seven chakra personality types. No one is just one type, like I said, and we all have at least a touch of the other personality types living in us. In fact, if you're having trouble determining which of two or even three you are, that's totally normal. You definitely have a dominant one, but the others may offer support and contribute to what makes you uniquely you. Having a secondary characteristic is wonderful and necessary because it can help balance the challenges of your primary characteristic. Again, this was high level. Reach out to me with questions if you'd like to know more about each one. There are careers that are great for each type, communication styles, all kinds of amazing things to know about yourself and your loved ones. I mean, knowing who you are and who your partner is, like chakra personality-wise, can really help you learn to communicate and connect better. So there are lots of reasons to explore this. I hope you have an amazing day, and I can't wait to hear from you. Bye.